It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. D. Barry. D. Bone. What if I started calling you that? Like we're like 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 we're like sophomores in high school. Hey. Awesome, man. Uh, Derek Barry, live here for Dynasty Podcast at Virgin Hotel. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I am really well, man. Uh, you and I, we were communicating for a few weeks now because you were originally going to be on a panel about creative direction and branding and marketing and all those kind of topics. And then you had to duck away for an undisclosed project that can't be announced yet. Yet. Right. Right. But it's going to be really cool. But you weren't able to sit on this panel that we had you scheduled for initially. So I'm really glad we got to bring you in tonight, man. Thank you for rescheduling and taking the time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Sorry man. about last time. Dude, no, you had such a good excuse. And when, when people find out why you went out of state for something, when people find out what that was, they're going to be like, oh, damn, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, just cool some chance. ideas coming to life. Sure. Yeah. So let's, you know what, let's kind of like take a step back. Um, of course, you are the co-founder of Saved by the Max, the Saved by the Bell pop-up bar in Wicker Park. Did I get that right? Correct. It's co-founder? Yes. Okay. Creative director, co-founder. Creative director, co-founder. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that because, of course, that's a huge deal. It's on everybody's lips this year. But let's take a step back before that. And let's go kind of old school, man. Like, you came to Chicago from... Miami. From Miami. That's right. You activated rehab. The old heads will remember rehab. Um, there was a huge party in Wicker Park for a long time. Bring us into kind of like moving from maybe those final days of rehab to like, how do you get here to where you're now activating Saved by the Max? Like, how did that yeah. jump happen? Um, so moved to Chicago about 10 years ago uh, on Halloween and <laughs> just started so throwing awesome. parties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, started throwing parties and in the Wicker Park area. Did that for like five, six years. Um, transitioned into DJing full time. And once I started a family, I was like, okay, Time to get out of this. Something right. a bit more serious. Um, I think there's something to be said for exiting gracefully. Yeah, too. yeah, really, sure. really graceful. Um, kept in touch with everybody. Kind of kept like a clientele and fan base. Moved over to Beauty Bar, which I'm still a partner in right now. Um, mm-hmm. Did some really cool things over there. Continue to. And uh, in February, one night I was laying in bed and I was like, "Man, I love Saved by the Bell. Like, I would love to take love to some weird level." And my wife was just like recreate it and i was like okay i'm gonna recreate the max and she was like cool so like three in <laughs> like the morning that's just a normal thing that people yeah people say sure and uh like three in the morning i went and put a facebook page up because i couldn't sleep and uh like 10 in the morning my wife calls me at the gym and she's like have you seen chicagoists this morning and i was like no she's like they're talking about a say by the ball pop-up and i was like cool someone stole my idea already <laughs> super mad went on chicagoists and looked and Someone on my friends list had sent the event page, which I put up anonymously, hit attending, and when a couple people saw it, mm-hmm. uh, unclicked it so no one knew it was me. Kind of spread like wildfire, was sent over to Chicagoist, and uh, like an hour or two after that, someone called me and was like, hey, the Today Show is talking about this pop-up. I told like five or six people, and I was like, come on. Clicked it on and uh, caught the tail end of it, and it was just like wildfire for the next three or four months. I feel like that's how the most kind of, I hate to use this term viral, but like for lack of a better term, I feel like that's how the best viral ideas happen is that they're not something that you're planning with like, you know, a consulting group for seven months. It's like 
you can't sleep, you throw an idea out there and you're like, yeah, okay, no one's ever going to do that. Yeah, I and mean, like, just we just, I just was like, Hill Mary, if people like it, cool. Let's see if we can get like a couple hundred RCPs. And like, I think it was like 15,000 seriously on the first day. And I was like, all right, this is, I'm scared. Like, what are we going to do right now? And um, <laughs> yeah, I called my now partners, um, Steve Harris and Zach Eastman, who I've worked mm-hmm. at for years on random projects. And I was like, okay, I got myself into this situation. I put this page up and we have to do a pop-up. And they were like, okay. And we brought our heads together and, uh, well, work, working backwards, I put a date up saying January, June 1st it would open. Or normally you'd say, like, we're opening up a restaurant. Right. I was like, hey, in three months this opens up. So we had three months to find space and put it up. And, you know, the first couple of days was pretty scary because NBC had reached out to us and was like, we own uh, Saved by the Bell. What are you doing? And I was like, here comes a cease and desist. Right. And it was more like, what are you doing? How can we get involved? So we were like, hmm. And we put together like a really cool business plan for them, which they loved from the second they laid eyes on it. And uh, it just never stopped. So we got together, found the space, which Steve, my partner, owned, and just went crazy. And we, you know, on May like 8th, we took over. And mm-hmm. flipped over an empty space into what it is now, open June 1st. So what you're describing is literally, minus the Facebook part, what JFK did when he said, we're going to the moon. Yeah. He had no... <laughs> we're going to the max. Right, we're going to the max. Like, JFK had no idea whether we could go to the moon. He just said, we're going to the moon in, I, I think, what, like, what was it, like 10? I don't know. No one in here knows. But, like, JFK was like, we're going to the moon. We'll figure it out after I make this announcement. And for you, yeah, it was, we're going to the max. Yeah, I like, I like the challenge of it off the bat. And the second I saw, like, the, like, the appeal nationwide and certain press started coming along and, you know, there were stories from Ad Age and, like, Wall Street Journal wanted to right, talk like about it. Forbes, like, really yeah. reputable. This wasn't just, like, no offense to Chicago Press. Chicago Press is amazing. Yeah. But it wasn't just, like, the homies in Chicago covering it. This was, like the real kind of, like, national outlets. Yeah, the weirdest part, as big as Forbes is, like, there was no conventional way they reached out. They tweeted me and were like, can we talk to you? And I was like, hang on here. Is that Forbes tweeting me? And but I that's how pl- things yeah. move fast. Like, and it did. Yeah, That's, that's how thing, you, you know. got to keep up with things now. And they've been super supportive. I mean, like, they were one of the people that told the story on, like, <clears throat> you know, the funnest part for us was we never spent a penny on advertising. We let the brand talk for it. We let the people who love the idea be our sub promoters and you know just kind of help out but it's that idea of of um that what like andy cernowitz quote um advertising is the cost of being boring you know you want to have an idea that can spread like this so i'm really interested in this idea from like kind of a branding marketing you know kind of that that lens we were going to look at it through the at the panel like this is something you can't recreate not you specifically but you can't have something work this well generally with that much planning. It has to be an organic kind of thing. Like, what kind of steps are you taking to not just, like, have it be this moment now, but move it forward so you can capitalize on this momentum? Yeah, um, I think it's just having, like, a really good business plan and idea of what we want to do. I think we've kind of mapped out, at least from day one, where we wanted to be on June 1st, where we wanted to be July 1st, and making sure we always hit those points. So moving forward, I think it's just like having really, like you mentioned, strong relationships um, from brands to a great 
um, CPA to lawyer and all the things that are going to come along. That's, and, that's what Emily was just saying. Right, it's just like, like, like all said. the unsexy, yeah. boring stuff are the most. That's important. what keeps it moving. Yeah, and and I think just having like a really solid project. We put like everything we had into Save by the Max from like, um, you know, working three or four days without like leaving in the opening month to, um, I mean, just treating every aspect down to like we spent like. 10 days concepting what the bathroom would look like, you know? And, like, I've never... I'm not a restaurant guy. I still eat, like, McDonald's three times a week, but there's a Michelin star chef over at Save by the Max, you know? So it's, it's insane. It's, it's been awesome. I love creative uh, challenges, and it has been, and it continues to be to keep people coming back and to stay sold out for seven months and still have, you know, people not returning their tickets yet after the buzz and, and the initial launch. Yeah, it was. It sold out through the end of the year pretty quickly, right? Was yeah. that the case? The first three months sold out. Um, well, we originally only planned it for three months with no, like, backpedaling. We were just, like, three months only. Right. And we announced the first month, and it sold out in, like, five minutes. And then we announced the next two months, an hour later. And then those sold out in five minutes. And we were like, okay, talk about the extension. So we extended to the year, uh, the end of the year, and we're, like, 90% sold out, I think. So why do you think that this idea in particular... Because people throw ideas out every day. And you've seen them. Some work and some do not. Yeah. What do you think it was about this that really just caught fire almost, I don't want to discount your efforts, but almost effortlessly, right? Like it just happened very quickly, very organically. Why Saved by the Max? Um, I've been throwing like a 90s night with Zach Eastman right. for like, um, since Beauty Bar opened, like right. seven, eight years now. And it's the biggest party that that venue has and has had for a really long time. And it, I think it's just because people go there. You don't have to know anything new. You don't need to be, like, the hippest person. So you take Saved by the Max. You don't need to be a huge foodie. You don't need to be in touch with, like, the eaters, top, you know, 10 places. Zagat, right. Zagat, I think. Yeah, you yeah. just go in there, and you're, like, you're already welcome. You already know what you're getting yourself into. So in 90s night, you go in, you're, like, I'm going to know every song in there. You walk in to say by the max, you're like, I know exactly what's, I, I remember that. So, I mean, people walk in, they lose their mind, and everyone's dressed up, and so it's, it's great, you know? Would you ever consider, like, do you think there are any other kind of nostalgic properties that you might work a project around, or do you think for you it's always going to be saved by the max? Because you have Team Bayside High, you have Saved by the Max. Like, you think Saved by the Bell is just, that's the one? Can't talk about it. All right, okay. I'm I'm kind of expecting like a perfect strangers pop up because that was based in Chicago. I like Families the Golden Matters. Girl ideas one that just came up, and you know the thing is a lot of them are happening, and not to discredit any of them. Like right. you know, I visited the Star Wars one when I was in Chicago, and I you know researched them just to stay like benchmarking on what's happening with other brands and stuff. Right. And I think a lot of them pop up with like a branded food and beverage menu and maybe like a prop from the show. I mean, but we literally recreated it and spent the money to make it happen so we could have it looks the like impact the show. that we had. Yeah, You're in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think people, they dig that they're, they're on the show. You know, like we had the writer and creator of the Max, Bennett Tramer, come in for a session. And he walked in and was like, how did you do this? Like, this is it. And that was <laughs> super humbling. Dude, that's amazing. It's incredible. So now I know that you and I talked a little bit before the mics were on about there's things on the horizon that you can't publicly announced yet but what can you say about what's coming up for the venue and for you um or venue restaurant rather yeah so we're doing a second pop-up for one night in wicker park we're taking over debonair and we're okay. recreating the attic which was where say by the bell cast snuck into on 18 plus fake ids um yeah. <laughs> that's amazing we don't stop like it's <laughs> weird um we're doing that on uh halloween night or halloween weekend 
And um, we have a lot of cool events coming up, bringing in more cast characters. Um, yeah, you've had some of the cast stop by, right? Yeah, we've had a couple. We have a couple more coming back. I don't want to say who, just because the way we build them in with like random, you know, ideas and stuff like that, it's fun. But we're we're figuring out what's coming up. We still have another like two and a half, three months on the duration right now, and I think it's just focusing on like keeping it cool, making sure we have cool stuff for all the holidays coming up, a Christmas mm-hmm. programming, Halloween, Thanksgiving, all that stuff. So you know, looking at this whole process now, kind of what advice would you give? For anyone looking to even capture any of this branding magic, any of the marketing energy and conversation that happened, which I know can't be reproduced, but like, I don't know, what would you tell somebody looking to bring that kind of excitement around what they're doing? Um, just, just basically like follow what you know. Like, don't be a trendsetter or trend jumper. Be a trendsetter. Right. Don't, um, don't be a culture vulture. Whatever you're saying, it is. It's so true. Like when I. Not to say like I'm super successful by any means, or but the feeling of success I think came right when I just started doing things I was comfortable with doing. Right. I felt like I didn't have to please anyone, have a massive crowd. I just throw like a really fun '90s night for a long time. I was trying to throw, you know, the coolest party with the newest DJs, and there'd be like I didn't even know the DJ. I just booked him because he was big online, or you know. And that that's exhausting though. It's it's super exhausting, and there's no like longevity with it. I mean, with Say by the Max, like I love nostalgia. I love '90s stuff, so it's spawning different things even for the other place, beauty bar that I work at, you know, right. we're coming up with brand new things that we think work, gauging off what's happening over there and back and forth. So I think it just follow, do, do the things you know, do the things you think you can be lucrative to society in. And that you love. And that I you mean, love. I mean, clearly it's something you're like very excited. Yeah, I could use like a Say by the Bell break right now, but right. for the most part, I love it. Listen, if you ever, I don't know what projects you have coming up, but you ever recreate the hatches from Lost? Call I'm getting me. you up. All right. I'm, I'm getting you up. You're hosting open night. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, man, Derek Barry doing all sorts of really great things with Saved by the Max. Um, and again, I, like I, I've gotten a little preview of what's coming up, man, from what you've told me. I think it's going to be very, very exciting. So I'm really, I'm looking forward to seeing all these things that are going to be coming for, you know, happening in the future. And I'm so glad we got you rescheduled tonight, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me back, and congratulations, beautiful room in here. Yeah, this is incredible. We've known each other for a long time. I think we did one of these in like a sound studio um, on in Wicker Park somewhere years back. Yeah, we've done this. I mean, it's crazy. This podcast is 11 years old now. Yeah, I was gonna say a decade ago. Yeah, around the time we rehab got going. 800, 850 episodes or something crazy. So it's like, but it is that kind of thing where we have to just. It's always reinventing. It's always like doing new things that we're passionate about because. If I was still doing this the same way I was doing it in 2008, it would just not work at all. So Agreed. And, yeah, yeah. thank you for everything you do for Chicago oh, and man. all of us. So appreciate the offer to come back. Dude, thank you. And we'll, we'll keep it a, uh, the conversation going, man. Thank you, Jaime. All right, Derek Barry. Let's give it up for him. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty... Dynasty Descent.